0: Welcome to Rama for Today Radio.
1: The Amplified Translation reads, Do you not discern and understand that you, the whole church at Corinth, are God's temple? The building? No. The whole church are God's temple. And that God's Spirit has His permanent dwelling in you collectively as a church and also individually. Now you see there's the Indwelling individually of the Holy Ghost in us, but then he indwells that body of believers And he wants to manifest himself in that body of believers We don't want to grieve him We want to let him manifest himself How does he manifest himself? The Word of God says all of these worketh 1st Corinthians 12 11 all of these worketh that one
0: and self-same spirit You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, Plans, Purposes, and Pursuits by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. And so he said, I would that all men pray, praise everywhere,
1: lifting up holy hands, See, the world claps, but the world do not lift hands to celebrate anything. See, don't substitute brass for pure gold. You know, we shouldn't applaud singers who sing. You're not praising God. We should lift our hands and praise God. Now, don't misunderstand me. I've been as guilty as you have. <laughs> see, I'm preaching to myself, see, so don't take exception to it. I didn't take exception to it. I just accepted it. No, we shouldn't applaud people singing gospel songs. We should lift our hands and praise God. Hallelujah. hallelujah. I said hallelujah. hallelujah. It's scriptural to praise God with your mouth. In the New Testament and Old Testament, both of far I can say. Lift your voice in thanksgiving and praise. Lift your hands unto him. Hallelujah. So, let's... Uh, began to praise God with our mouth to lift our hands unto the Lord. And I'll tell you one thing about it. He said, when you learn to really praise me right and worship me, you'll find a stronger anointing, a greater move of the Holy Ghost. This go further. Oh there's so much. He said uh, Secondly he said to me, and I looked down, I stand up there with him, look down on the crowd. And people were dancing he said to me and 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 uh, I I remember one time I almost turned behind to see who said it and realize the words are coming out of my mouth it is unscriptural in the New Testament to dance before the Lord you are to dance in the spirit Somebody said well David did yeah he did sure the Old Testament in the New Testament you're to dance in the spirit now, you see, of course, 149th Psalm, third verse, speaks about dance. 150th Psalm also speaks about that. And the scripture said, David danced before the Lord. Now, notice this. In the spirit? No. Notice. With all of his might. He said to me, to dance before the Lord. Now, remember, the temple of God now is not Solomon's temple or building. The temple of God now is the church, the believers, the house of God. Let's just look for a moment there, in case you don't know that. Let's turn over real quickly. Turn over to Hebrews. Just stay with me. We're going to get to the good part directly. (laughs) Notice the sixth verse of the third chapter of Hebrews. But Christ as a son over his own house, whose house are we? If we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope, firm unto the end whose house are we now turn back to first timothy first timothy the third chapter third chapter of first timothy now look at the 15th verse paul's writing to timothy but if i tarry along that thou mayest know how thou oughtest to behave thyself in the house of god now the house of the lord in the old testament was solomon's temple but the house of God in the New Testament, which is what? The church. The house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. First Corinthians, the third chapter, 16 verse. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God and that the spirit of God dwelleth in you. The Amplified Translation reads, Do you not discern and understand that you, the whole church at Corinth, are God's temple? The building? No. The whole church are God's temple. And that God's Spirit has His permanent dwelling in you collectively as a church and also individually. Now you see there's the indwelling individually. Individually of the Holy Ghost in us. But then he indwells that body of believers and he wants to manifest himself in that body of believers. We don't want to grieve him. We want to let him manifest himself. How does he manifest himself? The word of God says, All of these worketh, 1 Corinthians 12, 11, All of these worketh that one and self-same spirit, dividing to every man servant as he will. How does he work? To one he gives the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge, by the same spirit, so on down the line of these twelve manifestations. Why do we not see the full manifestation of these things? Because we're not conscious of his presence, because we're not responsive unto his presence, and because we've cluttered up with man's ideas and man's way of doing things. And so the Spirit of God only can move in a measure and not manifest Himself in the fullness that He desires to do so. Say amen if you can. you can't say amen, say oh me. So he said, David danced before the Lord with all of his might. Whose might? His might. But we read here from John's Gospel... When the woman, this fourth chapter of John's gospel, when the woman at the well of Samaria, and remember that this woman is a half-breed Jew. You see, the Samaritans, notice what she said? See, that was Jacob's well where he stopped to get water. And she called, our our forefathers, you know, gave us this well. Jacob's her forefather. Our our fathers worship God in this mountain. The Jews say, see notice the 20th verse of that fourth chapter of John, our fathers worshiped in this mountain, Jacob did. And ye say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. You have to realize too that they worshiped in Jerusalem. That's where God's temple is. That's where God's presence was kept shut up, the holy of holies. Jesus said unto her, woman, believe me, The hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet in Jerusalem worship the Father. Ye worship, ye know not what. We know what we worship for salvation, deliverance is of the Jews. But the hour cometh, and now is when the true worshipers, see, God wants true worshipers. Amen? Now, stop and analyze that just a little bit. When, when, When you just get down to the bottom line, this woman just simply said, who's right about this? Who's right about this? Are the Jews right about worshiping God? Or are we right? They worship God, you see. Are we right? Jesus said, neither one of you are. I and mean, he didn't put his approval on either one of them. He said, the time's come, now is. See, the time comes for things to change sometimes. You know, times come in our life when th- things change. I mean, how many of you married? When you got married, things changed, didn't they? Oh, yeah, they sure did. How many of you have children? The first baby was born, things changed, didn't they? Amen? Sure. Yes. Time comes for things to change. Spiritually speaking, the same thing's true. It just wasn't time before. But now then the time's come, because Jesus is ushering in a new age, and the time's coming when the Spirit of God is going to be poured out on all flesh. Hallelujah. And we can worship God in the Spirit. So the hour cometh and now is that when true worshipers shall worship the Father in Spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship Him. For God is a Spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And so I saw as I looked down with Jesus, and we've had it in our, our program sometime, and one of our crusades here, some folks starting square dancing over here. Just killed the spirit. spirit was grieved. I mean, they killed it. Killed the Holy Ghost movement. One of our singers began to exhort them that that's not dancing in the spirit. The Holy Ghost came on him. He started dancing in the spirit and brought the thing back. You see what they did again is bringing brass into the temple of the Lord and stood a gold, substituting brass for gold. You look at it, you can't hardly tell the difference, can you? You got to examine it closely to tell the difference whether it's brass or gold. God wants pure gold. Hallelujah, ha-ha. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Amen. No, you don't have to have music. See, most folks are dancing to the music. You don't have to have music to dance in the spirit. Wednesday night, I was up there worshiping God. I looked down and I saw Buddy dancing. (laughs) Came past, you see, saw him dancing. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. I saw myself, so I'm just going to act it out. Somebody over on this side, you've never, oh, you may have jumped around a little bit like some of them do with music. That's not dancing Spirit. That's substituting brass for gold. You've never danced in the Spirit, but you'd like to. Now that young man back there, step out there in the aisle. Hallelujah, when I point my finger at you, the Holy Ghost will come on you. See, that's dancing in the Spirit when the Holy Ghost comes on you. You don't have to learn to dance in the Spirit. You can't teach people to dance in the Spirit. In some churches, they're having dancing lessons. (laughs) They might as well have donkey lessons. (laughs) Come, we're going to teach people to ride donkeys. I told you with much fear and trembling I came tonight.
0: None the substituting brass for gold. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer: the CD series *Camp Meeting Classics, Volume One* for 1995, featuring classic camp meeting sermons from Kenneth E. Hagen, Kenneth W. Hagen, Oral Roberts, and John Osteen. Call today and get this month's special offer now. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or, if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. I guess we better get out
1: of here. But before we go, I want to thank everybody that has partnered with us, Your partnership is so important. Without it, we could not do and accomplish what we accomplish. And if you happen to be new and say, hey, I like this. Well, then, hey, just uh, just come on and, and partner with us. And you say, well, what's a partner? Well, that's somebody that just
0: once a month, sometime during the month, sends in an offering. Whatever you can afford to send in to help us. Want to watch RAMA events anytime, anywhere? Then download the RAMA app on your iPhone or iPad device. Also, check us out on Roku in the Channel Store. You can find all the details online at RAMA.org today. Tomorrow, more from Reverend Hagen on this powerful teaching. That's tomorrow on RAMA for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.